Welcome to The Tender Revolution. I'm Catherine Liggett. In this very special episode, I'm so excited to share a direction of shadow work that has really shifted how I've approached my own healing and that with everyone I work with, and that is ancestral shadows. Looking into our lineage up to three generations back for clues about the origins of patterns that just don't seem to heal in our lives. And I'll be sharing a truly beautiful client session today with someone I'll call Alice, who's an amazing artist and old soul. And with her permission, I'm very honored to share how this ancestral work has really shifted things for her. I do want to do a trigger warning here that there will be mention of suicide. And so keep that in mind if that's part of your history. Alice, the amazing client who I had the honor of working with in this respect, came to me desperately wanting to heal this pattern she experienced for many, many years in her life. She was 37, had been divorced a few years earlier, and since then, well, just in the last two years, in fact, had lived in 26 different places. And wherever she went, she seemed to encounter people who she would trust at first and then would reveal themselves as violent and sabotaging. And she just could not seem to shake this pattern. And she didn't understand why all of the shadow work, why all of the healing modalities and energy work and therapy that she'd done for most of her adult life wasn't seeming to help at all. And when I looked at her and heard her story, something just told me, this didn't start with you. We need to look in the lineage for the origin of the shadow in order to heal it. And so as Alice spoke about her experiences, the phrase, I cannot make it, came up as something that she kept telling herself, I cannot make it. And so I asked her if there's anyone in her lineage up to about three generations back who said this to themselves, whose life was defined by this phrase, I cannot make it. And that's when she told me that she'd never made this connection before, but that her maternal grandmother had committed suicide, in fact, when her mother was just four years old. And that after that happened, her mother, as she put it, wandered aimlessly in the woods without support, without anyone, without a home. 
when Alice made that connection, it was like her whole body shifted and a lightness came over her. The answer to the prayers of so many years of desperate seeking for healing. And an open door that there was a way forward that wasn't as hard as the ruthless excavating work she'd been doing on herself, trying to find the origin of this pain. So what we did to work with this at first is just really breathe into how that realization was reverberating in every cell of her body. Because when we realize that it's not just us, it's a visceral impact. Because oftentimes the stories that we've told ourselves and the shame that we have brought upon ourselves to deeper and deeper try and heal what seems unhealable has been so heavy that when it lifts, it can be shaking, it can be twitching, it can just be this feeling of a burden lifted. I asked Alice to place her hands on her heart and close her eyes and just breathe as she experienced the waves that this knowing created in her body. And as she did that, we talked about home and how home is the mother, home is the womb. And that she had, for five months, as an egg in her mother's body, actually inhabited the body of her grandmother. Her DNA had been imprinted by her grandmother's energy, by her emotions, by her life, in an extremely real, direct way. So Alice's seeming inability to find a home for herself was a mirror of her motherlessness. And the part of her that kept attracting the sabotage situations that turned into violence was a part of her that wished to obliterate herself. And this is something that she confided in me about, that thoughts of suicide had visited her, although she had dismissed them because she didn't know where they came from. But there was something in her that desired obliteration. But the truth was, it wasn't actually hers. So sitting with Alice, just holding our hearts and breathing, letting this all in, I asked her to allow this question to reverberate in her body, and that is, what if this isn't mine? What if none of this has ever been mine? And the vibration of that question sent waves through her body and tears started streaming down her face. 
With hands on her heart, I guided Alice to tell herself, I am here for you. I am here for you. In so doing, coming home to the unconditional, cherishing mother within. Alice's question at the end of our session was, well, what, what do I do with this? What do I do now? I've lived my life with the identity of a woman without a home. And my answer was, keep breathing. Take it one moment, one day at a time. Trust that the seed has been planted and keep turning inward toward the home that's right here with the faith that this home within will result in a home externally in the right time. Because what is internal does become what is external. For today's exploration, I want to invite you to grab a pen and a piece of paper if that's available to you where you are. We're going to be doing some free writing and inquiry into our own ancestral patterns of pain. And this exercise is inspired by the family constellations modality of ancestral trauma healing, specifically out of a book called It Didn't Start With You by Mark Wolin. So whether you're going to be writing this down or just thinking of it in your head, take a moment now to center yourself. Take some deep breaths. And feel the surface that supports you. Bring to mind your chief complaint, the thing that keeps coming up for you, maybe a pattern that's unhealable, something that you've run up against again and again in your life, maybe relational, maybe with your health, anything. And start writing or thinking now without censoring yourself about that problem. Write or think specifically about what do you want to see shift? Don't edit yourself and write down or think about anything that feels important.
If nothing seems to come to you, or you want to look at this from a slightly different direction, then answer this question. If this symptom, condition, or situation never went away, what would you be most afraid of what would happen to you? What is your worst fear of what could happen to you if this never went away? Keep writing or thinking this through, writing whatever comes up. Take as much time as you need here, also if that means pausing this right now. Once you have words down on a page or clearly in your mind, scan them now with an objective eye. Just look at now or listen to yourself and look for words that might not feel like yours, that seem a little out of place. It might be something like, then I would die, like something that wouldn't be a rational outcome, perhaps, of the situation never ending, or I would disappear, or I want to hide or run away, something like that. When you feel like you've identified some language that feels like it might not be yours, I'd like you now to consider if there's anyone in your lineage up to three generations back whose life seemed to revolve around this phrase. Thinking especially about early deaths, suicides, family members who were left out, excluded somehow. These tend to be the people whose legacy lives on in the pain of future generations especially when the death or the exclusion wasn't talked about, wasn't metabolized. So just consider that for yourself. Is there anyone whose words these could be?
Take some deep breaths here as you let in whatever is coming to you right now. Noticing if there is an impact on your body, shaking, feeling of waves or release. As you might be coming to realize that the pain you've been fighting for so long may not have started with you at all. Perhaps you feel a lightness coming over you, a freedom of burden. If you find it mystifying or unclear who this could have been, something you can do is to draw out your family tree and write down next to each individual the problems that they had, the the traumas that they faced in their life. And then take it all in and consider again. Is your core language that you found that might not be yours belonging instead to any of these people? Continuing to breathe with whatever you've discovered today. We're going to start to emerge again from this short, but perhaps quite potent exploration. Taking deep breaths, bringing yourself out and seeing the room around you, looking around, orienting yourself and arriving with eyes open. I would be so fascinated to hear if any of you feel called to send me a message or an email about how this landed with you today and if you discovered that your pain might not start with you. Thank you all so much.